Hey, it's Mike Cooch with Leverage FM, where entrepreneurs go to find leverage to create more freedom, more money, and more impact. Let's get into this episode. Hey there, it's Mike Cooch with Leverage FM. Thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today. In this episode, I'm going to share with you a really important rule of business that I think that every entrepreneur should adopt. And particularly if you are running a service business where you've got clients that are paying you for your time and your expertise, then this rule can absolutely change the way that you do business in a very, very good way. It's called the rule of 8%. Okay, the rule of 8%. And I first learned about this rule from an entrepreneur that I read um, his book, when I was very early on in my career, and I cannot remember the life, uh, his name for the life of me. I've actually done a whole bunch of searching before recording this podcast to try and find him anywhere, but I just could not find him, and I feel badly about that. But uh, his legacy lives on here through this podcast if we can ever figure out who he is. But this was a a, a real wily uh, uh, entrepreneur on the East Coast, if I recall, in New York or New Jersey, who started off with some hot dog stands. And then just through a crazy entrepreneurial turn of events, ended up building his way into a variety of different businesses and ended up founding at the time, and this is before all the telecom regulation and, and things like that, but ended up founding one of the biggest telecom companies uh, of its time and then ultimately that got sold to one of the other telecoms and the big roll-ups. Um, but anyway, he was a really interesting character who um, shared this rule. And this rule of 8% is the rule of not letting any single particular client or customer be more than 8% of your revenue. Now, why is that important? The reason why it's important is because when a client gets to have more than 8% of your revenue, you start making bad decisions because of the pressure of potentially losing that revenue, right? If you've got a, a consulting business, this is a good example because consultants oftentimes end up in this situation or agencies where you've got that one client that makes up 20% of your revenue or you know, God forbid even more than that, you have essentially started shaping decisions at your business around that single client, whether or not those are the best decisions for the growth of your company in the long term or for your other clients. And the reason why is because if you lose 20 or 25% of your revenue overnight, if that client decides to go away, you've got a serious problem at that business. You've got team you probably have to lay off. You've got a serious cash flow nightmare. So they exert an extraordinary amount of pressure on your decision making, which of course leads to bad decisions. And we can all say, you know, no, not me. I, I wouldn't make those bad decisions. You know, if I was in that situation, I would still do what's best for the business and for my other clients. But the reality is that's a lot of pressure. Okay. Every entrepreneur I've ever known that had to worry about making payroll, had to worry about being able to put food on the table, not only at their house, but at the the house of the homes of you know all of their employees, it's incredibly stressful when you've got that client that makes up that much of your revenue and they're potentially walking out the door on you. So the rule of 8% says don't let 
any single client or customer become more than 8% of your revenue. Now, this is also really, really important when it comes to the profitability of your business. The profitability of a service business in particular is largely based on your ability to say no. Okay, no is the most profitable word in business. And the reason why I say that in service businesses in particular is because when you have the ability to say no, because you're not worried about where your next dollar is coming from, you really can make decisions that are based on what's best for your company and for your team and for your other customers, rather than just making those decisions for the dollar. So when that client asks you to, to do some really custom work and give them loads of extra attention as clients do, you can say no when you don't need the money. And now you're not distracted. Now you're not spending your time developing something specific for them that maybe you're not getting well compensated for. And you're not taking your eye off the ball in terms of those more broad service improvements that are going to impact your entire company and all of your customers. So that ability to say no is much, much easier when it's 2% of your revenue, 3% of your revenue. When it's 20% of your revenue, that's really hard. That's a stressful situation. It's also really important when you have a customer that is threatening you. I can't believe that I, I was just recently in this situation based on a personal Facebook post that somebody didn't like that I said something even somewhat critical of our president and it wasn't even really critical. I was sharing somebody else's comment and I made a really honestly pretty passive argument about why this comment at least deserved to, to be paid attention to and immediately got messages from customers saying that they were going to have to discontinue doing business with me because I shared that comment on my personal Facebook post, which of course I said, good riddance, you know, it's been nice knowing you because no customer makes up that big a percentage of revenue that I would ever silence my opinions about anything just to keep a particular customer happy. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But if I was in a position where that customer was 25% of my revenue, I might think differently. Um, fortunately, I've listened to the role of 8% my entire career and been very focused on making sure that no one particular customer has outsized influence with me. So that is, uh, you, you want to be in the position to fire your customers, right? I'll, I'll never forget about uh, the story of the CEO of uh, Southwest Airlines when he received the nasty letter from a woman saying, hey, if he didn't change his uh, business policies on, on the flights that, you know, she was going to take her business elsewhere. And he just wrote back a, a simple little note to her note saying, we'll miss you. Um, and that turned into a great marketing piece for him for years and years. Um, he wasn't about to change the way he do, you know, he did business to, to appease this one customer. Um, and you don't want to be in that position either. So the rule of 8% gives you a lot of uh, power. Now, how do you implement this at your business? This can be a real challenge because inevitably you're going to have some opportunities that come up where, uh, particularly again, if you're in a service business where you're doing any sort of consultative work, agency work, projects, things like that, um, you can have a customer that can come along and say, hey, look, we've got a big chunk of business that we can give you. And 
from a sales perspective, those deals, you know, make you drool, right? You you want to go and conquer those deals and add those big chunks of revenue, and it feels great. It feels like a home run, and you're thrilled about the possibilities of that kind of income coming in. But I'm telling you right now that if it's going to be more than eight percent of your revenue, you've got to have the ability to say no. And I know a lot of people listening to this are going to say that I'm crazy, that I would never turn down a big chunk of business. I have seen more businesses ruined because they're chasing those big deals, thinking that that big deal is finally going to be the game changer for their business. And then everything becomes about that big deal and their business turns into a train wreck. Uh, Maybe not immediately, maybe over the coming months, maybe over the coming year but everything becomes about that one customer. So the way that I implemented this at my business was that I literally would shut down sales guys who were going out and hunting these giant deals for us. And I know that to a lot of people that sounds crazy, but hear me out. If you have a healthy pipeline, if you've developed a healthy sales and marketing pipeline where you know that you have a consistent flow of opportunities coming in. So let's talk about my first uh, business, Everon Technology Services. Our average customer was about $2,500 a month with us. Occasionally, I'd have a salesperson come to me with a, hey, this is a $20,000 a month deal. And that salesperson would be drooling. And I would immediately put on the brakes and say, whoa, 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 what are we doing here? And that salesperson wouldn't understand it, of course, because they just want to hunt that big deal and get that big commission. And it seems to just totally make sense to get a big deal. But we had a healthy pipeline. And so that $15,000 deal, if I knew that I was going to sign four, five, six, $2,500 a month deals this month, getting one $15,000 deal to me didn't really get me excited. It it wasn't that big of a deal because in the next 60 days, I'm going to sign up enough business in the appropriate size clients for us at the time. The ones that we were a really good fit for that didn't have, you know, outsized um, influence with us. Our services were perfectly dialed in for, we weren't having to jump any hoops through any hoops for them. We were going to sign up enough of that business anyway to compensate for the $15,000 that we could lose if we didn't sign this one big elephant client. So I would tell my sales guys, hey, slow your roll. That big client is gonna require everybody here to start jumping through hoops and doing custom this and custom that. And you know, this client already wants us to bend over backwards because they're so important that it would shape our business. It would shape our approach. And I did not want that. And so in most cases, as soon as those big deals were brought to me, I would shut them down. I would shut them down so that I could maintain that rule of 8%. That requires discipline, but most importantly, it requires a healthy pipeline. You've gotta be investing in that healthy sales and marketing pipeline so that you constantly have enough opportunities that you can say no to the wrong ones, say no to the ones that aren't a good fit, say no to the ones that are gonna have too much influence on your business because they make up too big of a percentage of revenue, but keep on bringing in those deals that are the right size, the good fit, that allow you to make the right decisions for your business, 
and you're going to thank me for this. Okay, this is the rule of 8%. This is Mike Cooch with Leverage FM. I hope that serves you well. Hey, podcast listeners, it's Mike Cooch with Leverage FM. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you leave a review, tell your friends, pass it along, whatever you can do to help us spread the word. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I appreciate it.